Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to the Australian Ghost Whisperer. I'm your co-host James Jennings, joined once again by the lovely Katerina Legato. Hello, Katerina. Hello, James. Nice to be here again. Yeah, yeah. And um, today we're going to get into some heavy topics. Uh, we've talked a little bit about this in the past, curses, witchcraft and black magic, which sounds a little bit like it's out of a fantasy book or, you know, it sounds like, yeah, it's out of like a fairy tale, but like these things are actually real. Uh, we've covered it in another episode, but we're going to go a bit deeper on it today because, Katerina, you have a very personal experience with curses and witchcraft. Can you tell us a bit about it? Gosh, it was a very horrible time in my life. I, mm. as, as I've spoken in other podcasts, like I always had a gift where I was able to see spirit and... Um, most of the time it was always quite pleasant and lovely and I always felt that somehow God or my own angels were protecting me. So even when I felt fear, I always knew that there was a, a light being, a loving being that um, had my back. Mm -hmm. But when I, um, there was a point in my life and, and I guess I was not aware of a really dark side I wasn't aware that there were demonic entities being so young. I had not really experienced that mm -hmm. in, in my learning. So yeah. when I was around the age of 1920, I came to be in a relationship with a someone who came from a very wealthy family. Mm -hmm. I was not from a wealthy family, average Italian family, were hardworking and... Um, this family did not want to accept me because I was kind of from the suburbs and they were quite wealthy, well-known people and I won't get into the names. So their only son and they mm. absolutely did not think, feel that I was anywhere good enough for their son. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. So they wanted nothing to do with me. But unfortunately, their son went against them and he really loved me. He wanted to um, have a, you know, marry me, um, have a life with me. So mm -hmm. I being young and innocent and I was quite taken by him. He was quite dashing and um, just, you know, he really loved me. So as our relationship moved forward, I began to experience the most terrible nightmares confusion emotional breakdowns from from nowhere mm. um and because of my psychic gift i began to see really demonic entities present themselves to me and really frightening like really scary and 
I began to feel as though I was falling in this bottomless pit of darkness. Mm. And I didn't know what was going on with me. I, I thought, am I going crazy? Am I losing my mind? I just felt so disconnected from God. I felt like I couldn't feel God around me. I couldn't feel that light within me any longer. And I just felt as though I was constantly pounded. It was like being in a small boat in the middle of an ocean and just within a storm that just never ended. And I had weight, weight, this weight in my heart, this pain in my heart, this darkness that I could not, I guess I wasn't experienced like I am now. So I also began to receive horrible things. Like one day I received a letter in the mailbox and, and at the front of, it was a card and the front of the card had nails that had been nicely placed and, and stuck at the front of the card. And then when you opened up the card, there was a picture of a coffin and it said, here are the nails and next comes the coffin. That's so It was dark. really frightening. I had no idea about the paranormal witchcraft and I didn't even, I wasn't even able to understand that such evil could exist. That's really, that's really hateful. Like, it that's... was, I, now I know that this was deliberate witchcraft, that the mother of the person I was seeing was going to, um, obviously some sort of dark occult people that were deliberately doing witchcraft to make us come to an end to destroy me mm. and um, I turned to many people for help and unfortunately because back then this was such an unacknowledged people would say oh you're mad or don't worry or go have a holiday go sit in the sun unfortunately I even turned to priests because I had a Catholic upbringing and they like just pray to Jesus you'll be fine but it's all very well said and done but mm. what I was experiencing was real and it was like something that I could not switch off I, I began to just like deteriorate because I wasn't sleeping I was having nightmares I had dark demonic things attacking me I could hear voices of like a, a, like these witches just cursing me. They, I could hear voices and they curse, like just constantly chanting darkness around me. And so this went on. And so this took me on a journey of then trying to find somebody to help me because there was no one to help me. Mm. People would just look at me like I was crazy maybe you need medication and somehow I knew in my heart and soul that I was not crazy I know myself enough to know that I was not crazy and mm. I found myself on my knees one night like just sobbing crying saying God where are you why have you forsaken me and I was just such a mess and I, I just laid in a fetal position just saying God Please let me die then because I don't want to be here anymore if this is what my life's going to be. Mm. So I ended the relationship because obviously he couldn't cope with my mental breakdown, my mental nervous breakdown. And I think he thought I was crazy. And anyway, I just couldn't be in a relationship in that state with anybody. Mm. 
So I don't know how after that night in a fetal position of crying, I came, it came to my ear and I can't honestly remember if somebody told me about a woman that back then did work similar to what I do now. Okay. And so I... I went, she ran a group on a Friday night, I remember, and she had, and they helped people who were possessed by demons or had witchcraft. And so I went to her, it was a Friday night, and she saw me, she could see the state I was in, and obviously she could see the energy. She was a very sweet, beautiful old woman, and that was a turning point in my life. So I remember that they laid me on this healing bed, and there was, she had, I don't know, maybe four or five other healers around, and they began to pray over me. Mm. And as they prayed, I just could feel myself again screaming, crying. I could feel these dark things leaving me. And I began to see the light of God for the first time in, in so long mm. that it was truly incredible anyway. So mm. I'm sorry, it just still really impacts me. Mm. So I, I obviously went away and I healed from that entire situation. But I felt my guides saying to me, this is was meant for you to learn and this is what you came here to do. Mm. So the woman actually called me and said that she had received a message from her spirit guides that I was meant to be part of her group and I was meant to stay there and learn. So I did. I returned mm. and I was there for quite a while and we helped a lot of people that had been subject to psychic attacks and um, you know, um, demonic possession, whatever came through the door, we helped. And, and there was no charge. There was just a donation at that time. And I stayed there enough to know then that I could stand on my own two feet mm. and that I could begin my own journey and my own learning. And I knew that I didn't want to stay in the group because I didn't want to become dependent on them as much as I love them I wanted to be stay dependent on God mm. because I always wanted to know that I was always connected to God no matter what and that God would mm. show me the way and if this was what I was meant to do then I would do it so um, I left the group um, with so much love and blessings and gratitude but I, I felt that I needed to walk my own journey mm. And so from there, I began to help people that were being obviously cursed or witchcraft or demonic possession. It was a big journey for me. It wasn't something that happened overnight. And I made a few mistakes along the way where I didn't protect myself enough when I was helping someone and I got attacked by the entities and was all part of my learning. It was the, the most incredible time I think it, that time span was 10 years of helping people in these difficult situations but it gave me so much joy because I know what it felt like to mm. be alone to be criticized to be looked at as though you're crazy and and you know that there's an external force pushing you and making you go crazy and you just don't know how to come out of it mm. so that was my passion and so 
I started helping people and they got better and so obviously you know word of mouth it became who I am today it mm. became my lifetime work my lifetime journey to which I am so grateful to God and the most incredible situation is that this woman that did the witchcraft on me and sought the help of proper occultists she died a terrible death not that I wished anything upon her. I came to hear not long ago that she had um, terrible cancer that was kind of through her entire body and would, wouldn't have been a nice way to die. Mm. So one night she showed up to me in spirit. She had gotten lost, could not transition because of obviously all the bad things she'd done. Mm. And she came to me in spirit and she said, I can't get back to my house. I can't. I could see her darkness. She was lost. She looked terrible. She looked, her spirit looked like the witch that she had kind of gone to to, to do what she needed to do to me. Mm. And she kept saying, I can't get home. I can't open the door. I can't find my keys. Like, how do I get home? I knew what had happened to her, that she was lost in in. in, in in spirit that she was lost and couldn't cross over and she was in very very dark space so i i looked at her and at first my initial was oh god you get get stuffed <laughs> but then i just went no get into your heart i took a deep breath i thought this is my chance to forgive you and so i forgave her and i helped her to cross over and go to obviously whichever realm god had planned for her mm. obviously her soul will need to go through a great deal of healing before she can really be going to the higher realms because what you do on this planet matters mm. and so if you've done this type of thing um you don't automatically get a free pass mm. to 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 god's realm so mm. there's obviously a process for her soul to go through but at least she's not lost anymore and she will be given the love and support to help her to transition into those higher realms. Mm. Did you get a sense when she turned up and, and and said that to you that she was lost and didn't know where she was? Did you get a sense that she was sorry? Like was there was there no. a sense of you No, know? she was absolutely unaware. It was like I don't even know why. I guess maybe at some soul level she knew that I could see her, mm. but there, there was no, I'm sorry, can you please help me? She just came to me pleading that she was, I guess, like she was in physical reality, self-consumed with what she needed. Uh. I'm lost. I don't have the key. I can't get home. So she had not progressed at all at that point yeah. because she'd just been floating in limbo for God knows how long. So she was still trapped in that self-absorbed right. service to self. But, you know, that didn't matter because I knew she'd learn that lesson once she got home. Yeah. So, yeah. How? I'm just completely blown away by the whole story. Um, I'm yeah. amazed it still impacts me like, gosh, over 30 years down the track. Well, it's a very, it's a very intense story. Mm. Um, you know, so thank you for, for sharing it with us. It's. I don't. I've never shared this apart from briefly in my books but mm. I've never 
shared it in this way. Yeah, and this is like the whole story as well because she's, you know, she came back um, looking yeah. for help. And what a test that would have been. Oh, for that you. was a test from God. Yeah, because. That was a test. If I could have said, look, you know what, you can go away, I'm not going to help you, but that would have put me in the same league as her. Exactly, and it's it's that whole thing about forgiveness is letting something go and moving on from mm. it, but the temptation to actually be, yeah. you know what, get stuffed. I'm not helping you go away. Like, mm. and that's and that is an act of, I guess, you've done something negative to me, so I'll do something negative in return. That's right. But you didn't. You chose the positive option of crossing her over, and I think that's incredible. Yeah, it's it, it sort of finished it up. It shut that chapter. Mm. Not that the chapter was open for me because I had worked through it enough with the work that I had done to, I had made my peace with her. But um, I guess that was the ultimate, it was like almost God making sure you really, yeah. you know, that the universe always tests us. Yes. And it's like, have you really let this go? And so that was my moment. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Amazing. Mm. Amazing. And, but I'm also blown away that there are people out there who actively work in this field. There are of... Satanists. There is witchcraft. It is very, very real. Just, again, just like people can think beautiful thoughts and sing um, you know, holy songs and chant holy words. Again, because we are in a world of duality, the opposite can always can have as much power. Mm. So you can chant evil words, you can speak evil into reality, mm. and it will manifest. Um, in the case of, of this woman, and I guess anyone who practices that kind of like evil, um, evil thoughts, evil actions, is there... I mean, I guess I kind of think I know the answer to this, but I'm interested to hear what you have to say. Can they redeem themselves? If you've spent so much time and energy, you know, conjuring evil, yeah. uh, can you turn it around and of reject course. it and be like, I'm choosing the light? And because Often these people are wounded people themselves. Of course, yeah. Quite wounded through their own lives and that they have not healed and resolved their own wounds. So they have cut themselves off from love and from God. And they have allowed the, their dark, their shadow side, their egos to completely take over mm. for them because it's their way of not dealing with their own stuff. Mm. So they will kind of, go from that space of anger and hatred because it gives them a, a sense of false security, false power. I have some power over my life. 
Mm. Well, there's, you know, I've often seen people who do horrible things, say Mm. horrible things, um, both in my life, even, um, you know, you might see a politician on TV, you might see, you see people who do horrible things, but I, I often think to myself, I can often see that there's like a child mm. in them that's deeply wounded mm. and their negative actions and thoughts are springing from the, these wounds. Correct. And when I say that, that's of course not going what they do, what they do doing or have done is okay. And this is what we've said with forgiveness. It's not saying what you've done is okay. It's not saying, you know, keep 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 doing this but it's it's a way of going i i see where this comes from mm. and it's like i don't know it's it's i don't know if empathy is the right word but it's like it's acknowledging that the, the wound comes from a place where they need to forgive i guess outside things that have happened to them and mm. that forgiveness also has to be directed at yourself to fully move on from those sorts of instances you've got to forgive yourself and go i correct i, I also it's forgive. a choice yeah it's a choice you can make a choice to say i'm going to allow myself to heal from this or i'm going to allow myself to become consumed by this experience mm. Mm. but i've worked with endless people that have had terrible things happen to them as children and yet they came out of it on the other side where they have healed and made their peace with it and been able to get on with a happy life Mm. rather than wasting like this woman what she did to me this ex kind of mother-in-law that never happened thank god Mm. she carried on her own hatred and anger and her own childhood wounds Mm. and, and 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 destroyed you know herself in the process to the very end where she was not even able to transition at her time of her death into the realm of love mm. she was lost and gosh i mean when i saw her she had been dead for quite a few years oh okay. it wasn't straight away so she'd been lost in limbo and that's not a good thing no you know you're just wandering in a place of darkness and time ceases to exist Mm. So you're just reliving that that feeling of loss, of helplessness, of despair, and that's where she was at. Mm. So, you know, again, it's so important that we heal because it's it's important for when our time comes to transition into the the realms of God that we can have a beautiful and happy and and mm. safe transition mm. and evolve and become the best versions of ourselves yeah yeah well i'm surprised that i mean look i'd love for you to elaborate on this but i'm surprised that like the demonic forces and forces of dark didn't immediately grab her once she was dead and gone you're coming with us well they would have eventually and i believe that they were already kind of around her because her energy was quite dark mm. and she was connected up to dark things so when you do this type of witchcraft when not that she was doing it she was going to people paying them to do it. correct but that that darkness those entities that witchcraft brings in were became part of her also Mm, mm. um 
So that was around her and they would have been there tormenting her. But obviously because it, she came into my space, those entities didn't come in with her. Ah, uh, mm. okay. Because my space is one of light. So those entities could not have entered my frequency, my space. But she had enough, obviously, kind of intention to, to seek my help to come in. Yeah. Oh. But she did... She was quite distant, mm. you know, she wasn't up close, she was quite distant and, and she was very fragmented, her spirit was very fragmented and quite dark. Mm. Mm. I'm kind of, I'm surprised that she found you, but I mean, yes. then again, maybe it was, maybe it was God's way to bring her mm. into your life that final time as a, as a test for you to kind of Absolutely. test And a yourself. test for her to and have test, to, yeah. I guess for her after... Everything she did to me that she had to actually ask me for the help that she actually needed. Exactly, it's asking. I think we're all interconnected, and again, um, everything being interconnected means that you know there's a divine order to everything and a divine order to why things happen the way they happen. Mm. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah, part of her soul journey might have been very much that she was given. I guess a final opportunity to to make good the bad she did. Yeah, yeah. But to be a victim herself, because yeah. in that moment she was definitely the victim, and um, and she was asking help from the person she had made a victim. Correct. Mm. God, there's a lot going on there. It was. <laughs> it was yeah, it was quite a moment. Yeah. Yeah. So this still it goes on like there there there. This is not. You know, witchcraft and black magic and curses. It's not a fantasy. That that's very people. real. Mm. I have lived. I have been now. You know, like I said, helping people for the last at least twenty five years solidly. Um, of people who are plagued by witchcraft, curses, demonic possession, all kinds of really horrible stuff. Mm. But it is also a lesson, and I feel that. When you are a victim of such, you know, the psychic attack of this nature, that it is also a calling within you to to really open up to God, to really, like I did that night where I was on my knees saying, God, I need, I really, really need you. And I think that that was my moment that I, through my despair, that I really called out to God from my soul that then the help came. Mm. So it showed me that I was I was too busy looking for kind of someone to help me that perhaps I missed the real goal. And and while I was trying to take control and find someone to help me, it wasn't going well. But when I was on my knees and really from the depth of my soul saying, God, please help me, and I meant it with every particle of my being, that then God led me to the help that did help me and completely changed my life because it put me on this journey. Mm. So you must always invoke God yeah. rather than trying to go. And I see a lot of people on, oh, sadly, this is another thing, that people going from psychic to healer to this person, that person, and never really invoking God and saying, okay, we all sometimes need help on our journey. Who can I, you know, first go to God and then... God might be able to help you directly mm. or 
God will make sure that the right person comes into your life that can give you the real hope you need. Mm. Rather than this looping of, I'll try this person and that person and this. And kind of that was a little bit of what I started doing. Yeah. Because I was in such a state. Yeah. So that's the moral of the story is in your darkest time, go to God first. Yeah. Well, I I have my own personal experience of that happening as well. Um, So a few years ago, I had sort of woken up one morning and I'd lost not complete hearing in my ear. Um, oh wow! But but enough that it was very noticeable. Oh. Like, and I was really distraught. I mean, as you'd imagine, I, I was super distraught about it. And at first, I was like, "Oh, it'll that it'll just go away." But it didn't go away. Mm. It stayed. And 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 um, I, I sought out medication. Mm. I, but it was alarming. And I researched it, and apparently, like sudden hearing loss is a mm. thing. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And um, as you know, I'm very much into music. Like I, I, I yes, it's your world music. Yeah, I know. yeah. Like you I love know. listening to it. I, I, I make my own music, so it's such a big thing. And and to lose, um, partially lose my hearing was devastating. Um, and I, like you, I had a moment where I was literally again, you know, on my hands and knees praying. I was probably in tears, just going, mm. you know, asking God, my spirit guides, whoever, please please i'm begging you like again every five of my being really just invoking god yeah please help me please 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 and um and i swear that this happened um whether it was god or a spirit guide or whatever it was god the the message came through loud and clear to me that was said to me we will help you Mm. i heard it we will help you and i was like oh my like this is astonishing and um what do you know? The the hearing loss went away. Came back, yeah. It, I it have happened. seen instantaneous healings where people were told, you know, you've only got a few months left to live, turn to God and bang. Yeah, I could not believe I mean, yeah, it, it was like... I a, believe it. It was, it was a miracle. <laughs> I know you believe miracle. it. but like Miracles happen. Exactly. Miracles happen. And, and, and that's the moral of all of this that we've spoken about today, you know, had I not had that terrible dark experience, I could not be the person I am today mm. and have and, and the amount of people I've helped. So I've got a question for you. I'm curious, for people who don't believe in God, who are atheists, we're talking about turning to God in your hour of need and in desperation asking for help. Obviously, if people are atheists and don't believe in God, they're not going to do that. So what happens to those people? Do, 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 they, do they not get god's assistance because they don't believe in god to ask for help to begin with i think what people need to understand is that we are divine beings we all have the divine spark of our creator god within us whether Mm. we believe in god or choose not to believe there is always a divine spark within each and every one of us that divine spark is an aspect of god within us so if you don't believe in God, God still exists within you. Right. And that you can turn to yourself and ask yourself, how can I help myself? And that divine spark will react. It will awaken and it will guide you. Right. So it's, it's, it's innately part of you and will, yes. and will kind of activate if you call upon help in whatever way you do it's 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 going to react yes 
Okay. Because when I speak of God, I'm not speaking of a, a, a religious God. I'm speaking of God, our creator, the, the divine spark within us that is our life force. Without that divine spark within us, we have no life force to sustain us. Mm. Yeah, well, that, that makes perfect sense. Yes. And in fact, I think perhaps on another episode, we might talk more about maybe religion because the spirituality in God has been shaped by religion so much mm. in, you know, in not altogether positive ways. So it's perhaps what might be interesting if we chat about how that's different to, I guess, what spirituality and God is mm. Mm. in, I guess, a, a more accurate sense and less in the ways that religion defines it. Yes, that's because, yeah, religion defines God as something outside of ourselves, mm. up in the sky, away from us, whereas we need to understand we are powerful being we are a reflection of god 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 is within us we are as god mm. we are godlike beings it's only when we act in a very negative way that we are missing we're disconnecting from the god within us yeah i often think of it as though like if god the creator source whatever you want to label it mm. is like the whole right mm. and everything that is created in existence is connected and you know in a way that if god or source is the body everything else is like a cell within that body so i often see myself as like a cell within the greater body that is god of if that god, makes sense god is love love is you know it's the unconditional love Love is the force. Yeah. Love is the life force within us. It's the life force within nature. It's the life force within the animal kingdom. Mm. Without that life force, nothing can exist. Mm. But as you said, we're not separate from it. It's We are very much a part of it. You cannot separate yourself with God from God unless you really like become a Satanist and, and really disconnect and even then that spark cannot be erased mm, that definitely you can just choose to completely deny that part of yourself and you do yeah well you there, there's a lot of people who do that yes. but uh that might be a topic for another, another discussion session. i think so i uh, think we've yeah we've covered a lot of material today we sure have we sure have so let's let's think about um ways to cover this in the future but for now we'll we'll wrap it up and say thank you again for listening thank you for watching and if you can support us by liking subscribing following on whatever platform you're listening to or watching us we would appreciate that uh we send you our love and gratitude for joining us and we look forward to seeing you again thank yeah. you Kat. love and gratitude see you next time up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com